Welcome back, everyone, to the Horror Shed Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jared, and with us this week, like always, we have South Jersey Jason Bryan. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Good. We're going to play this intro video, and then we're going to get started on this episode. Alright guys, our New Year's episode. A new year, brother. New year, new me. <laughs> There's gonna be a new me. It's time to start working out. You know, it's funny. Um, I was watching TikTok this morning and they had every gym on January 1st, and it was an old clip of um the King of Queens with uh Kevin James going into the gym wearing like the workout belt, walking like this, <laughs> and then like doing exercises and grunting. I'm like, yep, yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be me, man. I'm starting yeah. January second. Nice, good for you. Yeah, I gotta get my ass back into the gym too. Yeah, I'm uh, not doing the gym. We're gonna I'm gonna do home workouts, and then we're getting a rowing machine. Nice, nice. I remember Terry talking about that. Yes. Yeah, I can't really. Yeah. I can't run. My knee's too done for that. Yeah. But I think I'd be able to maybe strengthen it with a rowing machine. We'll see. Okay. There you go. Yeah, I was looking into getting a stationary bike like in the spring, putting it in the um the sun porch. We'll see how that goes. The California room. <laughs> the California room, yeah. So what's going on? Anything new and anything new? Nah, here? you know, I didn't get to I've been on a Harry Potter binge. Okay. So we've been really just finishing that. We got one more movie to go. Uh, okay. Then I'm going back in the Chucky because I want to finish Chucky. Uh, you didn't finish season two yet? No, I'm three episodes in. Okay. What do you think so far? I like it. Yeah. 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 It's kind of crazy. They have her as like a cokehead. Yeah. The um, I know I didn't see that coming, but um, yeah, the Christmas the Christmas episode, the the season finale was it was it was balls to the wall. It was really good. I can't wait. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, only thing new with me is. Um, well, I watched Violent Night. I don't know if we talked about that on we did. the last episode. We did okay. All right, we'll scratch that one then. Um, <laughs> yesterday in the mail, I got Terrifier 2 on 4K. Oh, and because I'm a completist, I got Halloween Ends so on 4K, just so I can add it to my collection. You're not even gonna unwrap it, <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah. gonna go next to it, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so it's going to be 2023. So what do you have in store for 2023? Like with Halloween haunts, anything? New? Halloween haunts. Uh, these are going to release the same time. So let me bring that up. I could do that right now. I can't say it too loud, or the wife will hear it. But they come out at yeah. the same time, and we're going to record it right after this. So it's okay. <laughs> All right, so. I'm working on more behind-the-scenes videos and interviews in person. Uh, more advertising for the haunts. I when the, For the off-season haunts, I usually throw a video up. Mm-hmm. Like a little 20-second spot for whoever's open around me. I gotta, okay. I gotta get back into that. Uh, I'm changing around a couple of the scores that I don't like, because they don't make sense to me anymore. Okay. Uh, get to more new haunts than old haunts. 
mm-hmm. year we mm-hmm. kind of had like a repeat year. Okay. Because we were going for quality over quality. Mm-hmm. But there's so many new ones I want to get to. Okay. Definitely want to get the more off-season haunts. We already started that. Right. Better midway videos. Mine tend to get shaky, but it's all a deal on Adamera. It's like a camera shop. Okay. They have a little handheld DJI gimbal camera. It's like 4K Mm -hmm. at like 30, but it was 100 bucks. Oh, can't be that. Now, is that the regular price or the sale price? It's a used price. Okay. But I mean, if that helps with the walkways, why not? Yeah, why not? Uh, I'm going to try and haunt act for a night. Haunt act? Yeah. Okay. Just one night. Maybe an off-season show. I think it'd be fun to videotape me getting all made up and videotape me inside the haunt. Yeah. Uh, The goal is 1,000 subscribers by haunt season. Okay. So I got to gain 500 before September. I think you can do that. We'll see. (laughs) Uh, More joint episodes with some of the other haunt people we work with. Okay. Uh, rebuild the store. I need okay. to, I need to start thinking about some t-shirt concept. Gotcha. Need to recruit a member in Ohio because Ohio is the most densely populated state for haunts. We covered forty haunts. I want to hit seventy next season. Holy shit! As a team, yeah, not yeah. just me. But still, that's a lot, though. Yeah. yeah, the podcast is averaging forty to forty-five listens per episode. I'd like to get that to one hundred. Okay. Uh, get rid of the shaky video. Um, a full makeup video would be cool. And then, which is one of ours, upgrade the camera. There you go. Yeah, so that's that's what I got going on on the other side. Okay, very nice. All right, so which one you want to, ladies and gentlemen, we have the year to come in horror, everything that's been announced to be released. We have that for your viewing and listening pleasure. And then we're going to run into our own uh, horror shed resolutions. There you go. All right. So, yeah. So I did some research the other day and went online. And some of these movies I knew about and TV shows, some I didn't. And uh, so, you know, with each one, I'll ask you if you've seen the trailer or anything. I think the first one coming up, which comes out January 6th, everyone's been talking about at least since late summer yep and that's megan that's going to be the the new chucky for the you know the 2020s um very creepy looking it is megan is yeah, yeah. like kind of reminds me of a real doll yeah 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 <laughs> yeah uh so if you haven't heard about megan um and it's weird how it's spelled it's like m and then a three g-a-n so i'm sure it's an anagram for something but megan is a marvel of artificial intelligence a lifelike doll programmed to be a child's greatest companion and a parent's greatest ally designed by brilliant toy company roboticist Gemma. megan can listen and watch and learn as she becomes friend and teacher playmate and protector for the child she is bonded to so i wonder like does she get a glitch halfway through or or maybe know, she like, just takes the pr- protection protocol too far yeah or, so she's like robocop in a way <laughs> they haven't really shown a lot except her now, playing with megan which is good though yes very you good know, i, I, I want to go into it blind i don't want to know that's why i hate the trailers nowadays they tell you everything so again this comes out actually the week of the new year so i'll probably i'll try to get to see it at the theater if not 
I'm sure the way how movies are released now with three weeks to HBO Max and yeah, it said James Wan was attached to this, right? Yes, yes, correct. So the next one is The Pale Blue Eye, and this is actually coming out on Netflix January 6th. And this anonymous movie follows a detective named Augustus Landor, which is played by Christian Bale, who is investigating the homicide of a West Point cadet. When he realizes the victim's fellow cadets won't help him solve the case, Augustus enlists the help of one cadet, a young man known as Edgar Allan Poe. So um, we'll see how that goes. Uh, I don't know. I feel like usually when they bring in a historical character in a fiction movie, it's kind of yeah. Hokey, but- it's Christian Bale, and I, I he's a great actor. He's fantastic. And yeah. West Point's a creepy place. There's a ton of haunted shit in West Point. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Okay. Um, so this one's called Snowfalls. I knew nothing about this. Um, I don't know if this... I mean, it looks like an independent film, and I don't know if it's um, like limited release, but this comes out January 17th. So this is featuring Aaron Samuels from Mean Girls, a.k.a. actor Jonathan Bennett. I have no idea who that is. I haven't seen Mean Girls since it came out. This Colton Tran-directed horror film follows five friends who get snowed in an isolated cabin over New Year's Eve and slowly starts to go mad. Well, this one really should have came out sometime in December. Yeah. You know, it's kind of dumb to put it. Or release it on New Year's Day. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. It sounds a lot like The Shining, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, Now, the next one is getting a lot of buzz because it's directed by M. Night Shyamalan, and um, it's got Dave Bautista, and he's getting, like, his roles are getting better and better, and there was actually an article that I saw that said he's uh, a better actor than The Rock. Uh, I I see that. Yeah. Like, like, um, the things I've seen him, oh, obviously, he's uh, in Marvel. Mm-hmm. Fantastic! He's my favorite character in uh, uh, he's, Guardians he's, of the Galaxy. Great! I mean, you could just make a movie with him. You could, yeah, yeah. Um, and the other stuff that I seen, like he, his first breakout. I mean, he did like some, like once he left WWE, he did some like, like uh, low budget, straight to DVD type yeah. action flicks. But his first breakout role at in the mainstream, he was a Bond villain um and oh, then he okay. went and he didn't really have any lines he was like if you remember the character jaws yeah yeah, um, yeah sort of like that minus the teeth you know he didn't really have a lot of lines um but he did stuber which i didn't see but the one i did see was like where he was a copper fbi agent and the little girl next door um I, I she he's CIA and she figures out who it is so she's like his partner uh, but it was it was cute but um I saw him the first time I think I saw him in the movie was he was in that zombie movie filmed Atlantic City oh uh, yeah I forgot that I maybe mean, was hard it was bad it was he was funny in it though he was oh, good he was good yeah. but it, I didn't care it was for terrible too much yeah um but he's getting a lot of accolades right now for like the sequel to Knives Out it's called like Onion I just watched like the preview of that clip when he's got the gun in his G string yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So this again, this is by M Night Shyamalan, and I love M Night. Um, I love him, and I hate him because he's put yes. out some dogs, man. Yeah, but I think he's getting a little bit of a resurgence. Hopefully, you know, 
Yeah. So um, this is a horror a tour bringing us unforgettable stories such as, well, and my Shaman is who it yeah. is. Um, the Sixth Sense, a brilliant film, and Split. I love Split. Uh, but he's not one to rest on his laurels. The director kicking 2023 off with another scary story. This time we'll follow a family who is taken hostage at their cabin. It's a familiar but terrifying premise that will sh- that will sure get a Shyamalan-esque twist. What a twist. <laughs> so this one is another film that's getting a lot of uh, attention ever since it was announced and I think due to the success of Terrifier 2 I wouldn't be surprised if we see this in the theaters. This is Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey this comes out the day after Valentine's Day so it's a horror It's a horror story about Winnie the Pooh and Piglet are not your friends in this slasher movie about the 100 acre wood characters after Christopher Robin leases childhood friends to go to college, they feel abandoned and quickly turn murderous. Their rampage hits a new high, though, when Christopher eventually returns to the forest to introduce his old friends to his new wife. Oh, shit. Yeah, so this this one I'm, I'm very interested in seeing. I won't see it in theaters. I'll wait till it comes out on video on demand. All right, this one... I want to see, but I will definitely wait in the theater or wait until it comes out. With my, I thought my you were going life. to the theater to see this. Yeah, but I'll be going by myself and because Irene Shortel won't go with me. And this is Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear. And this comes out February 24th. And um, this is based loosely based on a true story. Now, there was a, a bear that like ate like a ton load of cocaine, but he didn't go on a binge murder spree nope his heart Uh, exploded (laughs) yeah so what's more terrifying than coming face to face with a bear coming face to face with a bear that's high on cocaine and out of its mind based on a true story this horror comedy follows a bear who consumed a bunch of coke and goes on a drug-fueled killing spree and this is directed by elizabeth banks and this is oh uh, really yes Hmm. yeah when i heard that she was directing it i'm like okay you know and i I like her as she's funny yeah, she is. Yeah. Okay, so this is probably going to be the most anticipated horror movie. I'm starting to look forward to it. Are I, you? I wasn't, but I watched. All right, you go through it, and then we'll talk about it. Okay, <laughs> so this is coming out March 10th, 2023, and this is Scream 6. A follow-up to the 2022 smash hit Scream, this sixth installment follows the four survivors who ditched the fictional town of Woodsboro to, st- to start a new life in New York City. Naturally, though, they can't escape Ghostface's clutches. Wednesday star Jenna Ortega reprises her role as Tara, and Scream 4's Hayden Pantieri returns to the franchise as Kirby. Unfortunately, the saga's beloved final girl, Sydney Prescott, will not return due to disagreements over salary. The new teaser reveals that Ghostface has followed the survivors to Manhattan as they ride a crowded subway car on Halloween night. With most everyone dressed in costumes, it's almost easy to miss the masked villain, but then they strike. All right, so what's your take? I don't like that they left Woodsboro. Yeah, they're doing a Jason Takes Manhattan yeah. thing. But, I yeah. mean, like, Woodsboro's kind of a character in Scream. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. Elm Street, mm-hmm. uh, Campus mm-hmm. the Lake, um, the projects for Candyman. It's part of the story, so. Yeah. I, but, I mean, Scream's not a supernatural, so, I mean, he can travel easier. 
Yeah, I, I, I would have left him in Woodsboro, but I'm I'm excited well, hey, to say it. At least he's not going in the space though. <laughs> well, Scream Seven's not announced yet, so right, right, yeah, and I, you know, what? I think, um, I mean, Jenna Ortega is hot right now, so I think, um, more people will go out and see it because you know, if you didn't see Scream, if you didn't see Scream Five, like when it came to the theaters, they'll probably rent it or whatever, and, and so I think you know. I wouldn't be surprised if she gets top villain in the film. I think I have to go see it because I'm pretty sure I've seen everyone released at the theater. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I only saw the first two in the theater and the rest I just waited until... Well, actually, no. One and two... No, did I see three? No, one, two, four, and five I saw in the theater. Yeah. I didn't see three in the theater. Um, all right, this one I'm super excited for because I love a good dinosaur movie and... They didn't really show much. It's kind of like Planet of the Apes. Uh, 65. This has um, Adam Driver. This comes out March 17th, 2023. An astronaut crash lands on a mysterious planet, only discover he's not alone. So when I watched the trailer, I instantly thought of Turok. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I have a feeling it's going to be... It just... The whole... Kind of reminds me of Planet of the Apes type thing, you know. But uh, hopefully we'll get another trailer before it comes out. But I love a good dinosaur movie. You can't go wrong with dinosaurs. Nah. Um, all right, so this one I knew nothing about. Me neither, uh, Pope, but after reading Exorcist, it, I was yeah. excited. Uh, April 5th, 2023. Portrayal of a real-life figure, Father Gabriel Amorth, a priest who acted as chief exorcist, of the Vatican and who performed more than 100,000 exorcisms in his lifetime. He passed away in 2016 at the age of 91. Amorth wrote two memoirs, An Exorcist Tells His Story and Exorcist More Stories, and detailed his experience battling Satan and demons that had clutched people in their evil. And Russell Crowe will be playing Father Gabriel Amorth. So I'll be interested for when this trailer pops out. So, and I know you love a good devil movie. Love it. But here's my yeah. problem with it. Hmm. How did he perform more than a hundred thousand exorcisms if he's only been alive for three thirty three thousand days? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I guess yeah, you get a two for one deal. Uh, you know? you're you're doing, doing, he, he's been one. doing seven a day since he was a toddler. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so this one, this has been getting a lot of buzz since it was announced. Yes, it is. Uh, and this could be Nicolas Cage's resurgence because um, you know he owed the irs a lot of money so he was just making move he was doing the wesley snipes and i gotta make a movie to pay you back um so i don't know if he's going to be the central figure or if he's going to be a supporting figure this is renfield and for those of you that may not know who renfield is he was dracula's sidekick who was um brainwashed uh possessed not possessed but more like uh hypnotized um this comes out april 14th remember when the entire internet freaked out over those pics of nicholas cage walking around new orleans dressed as dracula well it was for this movie for those who don't know the original dracula story by bram stoker or haven't seen the 1931 universal classic renfield is dracula's henchman renfield is a horror comedy that follows the exploits of renfield who was played by nicholas halt who if you're not too familiar with him he must recently played beast in the newer x-men movies oh okay yeah okay um he dishes his job working for dracula after he falls in love with a traffic cop named rebecca so um 
yeah, I just remember seeing the picture of Nicolas Cage with like in the velvet, like purple suit. So we'll we'll see how it goes. Um, Aquafina love- plays Rebecca, which could be very funny. Yeah, yeah, I do like Aquafina. Um, and I love Nicolas Cage. He's uh, he's just a great actor. And the last film I watched that he was in, it was probably about three or four years. I think it was called Parents, where all the parents like. I forget what happens if there's like a meteorite or something, but he's married to Selma Blair and all the parents in the community because of this incident go crazy. Hmm. Yeah. It's only the parents and the kids got to battle them. And Nicholas Cage was just Nicholas Cage in this, but I mean, come on late nineties, Nicholas Cage, you know, you had city of angels face off con air. Um, but you know, what really put him on the top was, um damn what was that movie where he was a drunk writer in uh leaving las vegas i think it was oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, that was such a good movie i my Uh, favorite nicholas cage movies is probably national treasure yeah you know a classic like late 80s one though is raising arizona yes that's a funny one that's a that's a good one yes um all right so this one is another anticipated film not by me but because I'm not really big into the franchise uh, coming out April 21st, Evil Dead Rise. So the fifth installment in the Evil Dead franchise, this movie is about two estranged sisters who whose reunion is cut short when they're forced to battle sinister creatures known as deadites. So I wonder if this is like another reboot, because um, I like the the reboot that came out, you know, a few years ago. Um, it wasn't bad, but we can we I believe Bruce Campbell will be making a cameo in this. Of course he will. Yeah. Are you a fan of the Evil Dead franchise? I like the first two. Okay. What about what about um, Army of Darkness? That was the second one, wasn't it? No, that was the third one. That took place right after part two. And then I like I don't remember if I yeah yeah I like all three. Part two I remember I felt them was like a remake of part one. Yeah, I guess he goes he tells like it was like better graphics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. All right. So this one I'm a fan of the franchise. Insidious: Fear the Dark, July set comes out July seventh. Yes. James Wan's Insidious kicked off a brand new franchise with a story about a family who moves into a new home and is probably haunted by demons who attempt to possess their son. Now Patrick Wilson, who is also directing the film, the star of the Insidious films, will try his hand as directing for the first time. Uh, we can't wait to see his take on the story that cemented him as a screen king. Because he's like in two big horror franchises right he is. now. You know? He is. Um... You don't see that in other franchises. Like, yeah, like in in a Marvel, you don't have like an actor for Marvel and DC, like you know, right? Um, and this actually yeah. takes place after the second movie. God damn, it's still like a Fast and Furious type thing, kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, but him so this, and the son and the mom are back. Yeah. Okay. I get. I wonder if. Well, no, because she, she died. Um, what was her name? I can't think of her, her real name. Um, Lynn Shay. Lynn Shay. I guess she won't be in it, probably. So. Uh, maybe not. I liked. I liked the the two ghost hunters. Me too. They were great. They they, they great. added to it. It was so funny. Yes. Yes. Um, all right. So the haunted mansion. Burr, burr, burr. Uh, this comes out August eleventh. 
this movie is great for people who aren't super into horror, but still like a little scare now and then. It's inspired by the classic Disney Park ride of the same name. Same name. Set in New Orleans, this film follows a single mom and her son who buy an affordable mansion in this economy, but quickly realize their new home is haunted. It's it's not connected to the 2003 Disney movie that had Eddie Murphy, but if you want to get into the spooky spirit early, it is available on Disney Plus, the Eddie Murphy one. I was I never watched the Eddie Murphy one. I, I haven't watched any of them, but I really need to go because this is one of the first haunted attractions. Yeah. Is the Disney Haunted Mansion. So yeah. I gotta go one time. Yeah. Um, all right. So keeping in with the conjuring universe, September 8th, we have the Nun 2. The ninth edition to the Conjuring Cinematic Universe will will greet and haunt us in 2023. After audiences were scared out of their wits by the first Nun film, a sequel was quickly announced. Thaisa Farmiga will return as Sister Irene and lead this brand new spinoff of the rich stories of the Conjuring world. That's how you now, say her name? Thaisa? I, I believe so, yeah. I never could. I bumbled okay. that so many times. You know who her sister is, right? Of course I do. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so this one sounds interesting. And again, I don't know if this is going to be in the theaters or limited. Dark Harvest uh, right now just has a release date of 2023. A legendary monster called October Boy terrorizes residents in a small Midwest Midwestern town when he rises from the cornfields every Halloween with his butcher knife and makes his way toward those who are brave enough to confront him. All right, this one I'm a little on the fence with. Uh, unfortunately, after 50 years, we are getting a remake of The Exorcist by those wonderful people at Blumhouse. Uh, it's, it's tentatively uh, slated for October 13th, 2023. So 50 years after the original The Exorcist premiered in theaters, a new sequel is joining the franchise. This particular film will be a direct sequel to the 1973 classic, according to Bloody Disgusting. After a 12-year-old girl becomes possessed by a demon... Her mother frantically tries to get help from someone who's gone through the same experience. So that means we're going to get Ellen Burstyn returning as uh, Mrs. O'Neill. Um, I did see a new poster yesterday. Now, I don't know if it was fan. Yeah, created. I, I saw that, too. Yeah, it was really cool, though. It looked creepy. Guess, like a girl in the attic mm -hmm. and her head is facing the opposite way. Yeah. Now, here's are we going to just. Are we going to de-age everyone? Is that what we're going to do? Because, Well, no, because it's set 50 years after. So um, you got you got uh, Mrs. O'Neill. She's probably a retired actress. Um, oh, so instead of taking in 1974, because it says after a 12-year-old girl becomes possessed by a demon. Right. This says 12-year-old girl. Oh, ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... Obviously, Linda Blair's not attached to it because she's moved on. So I wonder how they're going to incorporate, like, if they're going to talk about what happened to Reagan. Now, did you ever watch the Fox TV show, The Exorcist? No. Okay. The first season was actually, um, you could say, was a sequel, per se, to part the first Exorcist because... Um, Gina Davis played Reagan. Okay. And um her daughter, she's got two kids, and her daughter 
becomes possessed and her mom later comes in like she's visiting and whatnot. What I really liked though was um, they did the exorcism. I forget. I think they did the exorcism, but the Reagan character played by Gina Davis got repossessed mm. at the end. Yeah. And they just left it open. And then the second season dealt with um, a whole new list of characters, but the only characters that came over from the first season were the two priests because they did the exor- exorcism without sanction. So they were excommunicated from the church. And so now they were like, um demon bounty hunters per se like they were looking they basically they would research if there was any weird things going on in town sort of like a supernatural type thing you know yeah i enjoyed it for what it was but obviously it didn't go past two seasons (laughs) all right if you're into gore porn then do we have a treat for you? October 27th, we are getting Saul 10. <laughs> so I guess the spinoff spiral didn't do what they wanted to do. So they're going back to the basics. Uh, instead of rebooting it, let's bring back Tobin Bell, who died in the second one. Yeah, We're getting a 10th addition to the already huge and terrifying Saul franchise, another James Wan original. Saul has been scaring audiences for decades now. Tobin Bell, who plays Jigsaw, will return to the role. Although it may seem like Saul has created and recreated every possible gory way to die, we might be in for some bloody surprises with a hopefully epic 10th sequel. So The one thing I do like about the Saul franchise is they find a way to make these sequels work. They do, but it's so confusing now. It like, does get confusing. When the last Saw film came out, Saw 9, I guess, mm-hmm. I literally watched every single one because, you know, there's a couple years in between and you forget. Yeah. Very confusing of the timeline if you're not paying attention. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so if you're out there about to go watch Saw 10, go watch them all or else you're going to be lost. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm interested for this one because I love the TV miniseries that came out in the 70s. Didn't really care for the remake that came out like in the early 2000s. Uh, we have Salem's Lot with a to-be-determined date. Um, based on a Stephen King book of the same name, Salem's Lot is about a New England town that becomes overrun with vampires. A novelist and a ragtag group of misfits take on the bloody villains to save the town. Again, the TV miniseries was adapted from the book in 1979, and it pretty much still holds up to today. Uh, But this new version will be a feature-length movie. Um, All right. How are you about remakes like 10 years after a movie comes out? Well, 10, 15 years. I think we got to wait a little longer. Yeah. And if you look back at this list, I want to say 70% of it are remakes. Yeah. Yeah, um, and I kind of like the first two, and you know they really should continue on, but not remake it. We are getting a remake of The Strangers, Strangers. again, to be determined 2023. Uh, so Riverdale's Madeline Petch stars in the reboot of the chilling 2008 film of the same name. A sequel titled The Strangers Pray at Night premiered in 2018 and starred... Pretty Little Liars, Original Sins, Bailey Madison. A young couple was forced to make a pit stop at an isolated Airbnb in Oregon. Airbnbs are going to be the new setting (laughs) for horror movies and are stalked by three masked strangers. Per Fangoria, this film is supposedly the first installment in a new trilogy. So, 
we'll see what happens. I think they should make it a horror movie based on the story that The Strangers was based on. No. The Ketty murders. Mm-hmm. All right. So that is the movie list. So out of this entire list, Jared, what are you most excited for? Oh, man. Um, it's a toss-up between Insidious 5 and The Nun 2. Okay. Okay. I'm a huge Conjuring fan. Yeah. And The Nun was probably, well, other than La Llorona, probably mm-hmm. their second the weakest movie, but it yeah. was still good. It still yeah. played in line. I'm interested to see what they do with the sequel, because there is mm-hmm. a time gap. So they actually yeah. can expand on this. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. Um, yeah, I would have to say for me, I don't know. Um, I'd probably go with The Nun too. And 65 would be my two that I'm like anxious for. So we talked about movies. Now we're going to go into TV. Um, I think the most highly talked about for the past two years uh, is the TV series adaptation of The Last of Us. So I'm excited for this. I love the video games. Um, this is coming out on HBO Max January 15th. And hopefully Discovery, whatever you want to call yourself, so you don't fuck this up and <laughs> only give us a season. <laughs> um, so this is, if you're not familiar with the video game, it's a post-apocalyptic series based on the fan favorite 2013 video game by Naughty Dog. It's available to stream on January 15th. The series will star Pedro Pascal, most recently of The Mandalorian, and Bella Ramsey, if you're familiar with Game of Thrones, she was in Game of Thrones in the last couple of seasons as Joel and Ellie and is expected to closely follow the plot of The Last of Us game. So the plot is years after a zombie outbreak, viewers are introduced to Joel, who was enlisted to get young Ellie to a sanctuary upon learning she's immune to the disease. The two trek across the country battling zombies and forming a father-daughter as they fight to survive the new world. So it's not, I mean, they're not really zombies per se, like when I think of these zombies, I think of like the Resident Evil zombies. Okay. They mutate. You've played the games. Or you have an Xbox, right? Yeah. So you never play. have you played the games? The Last of Us, no. Okay. So I'm not sure if that's an Xbox. Is it a PlayStation exclusive or I think it is. Uh well sucks to be you. Not really. I got Call but... of Duty. <laughs> all right. This is gonna be as you all know, when I say what the next title is gonna be. This is my must-see, most anticipated of 2023, and that is Crystal Lake. If I had to guess, they're probably going to release it, I would say, Halloween time. Excuse me. So after over 40 years, after the Friday 13th made waves with the hockey mask slash Jason Voorhees, and in the age of reboots and prequels, A24 has partnered with Peacock to bring the new horror series Crystal Lake to the streaming service with little... While little is known about the series other than it being a prequel to Friday the 13th, the show comes 26 years after the franchise's first attempt at a series, Friday the 13th, the series, a fantasy horror that had no on-screen connection to the original film or to Jason. And no connections uh, to anything. Nah, they, they just used the title just to get audience. They were in an uh, antique shop, right? That was that yes. one? Yeah. Yep, they worked for their... Uncle Lewis was, he made a deal with the devil. Yeah, I remember uh, now. Yeah, I love that show. Now, I can only see this being either a limited series, at the very least, getting two seasons. Because 
Yeah. You, you can't I mean there's really not much to talk about. You you can t- there's a you can do a whole season based on I mean just Pamela her abusive if they if they go the Elias Voorhees route, her her husband, the ordeal she had with him and then what she did to him and All right, so Jared, are you ever an Anne Rice fan? Never read any of her stuff. And okay. I don't remember interview with the vampire. I know I watched it, but I don't remember mm-hmm. a second of it. Okay. Um, yeah, I, as you know, probably know AMC had over, I think the late summer, early fall, uh, interviewed a vampire TV show, uh, came out and it was like a big smash hit. And even before it premiered, they had already started filming the Mayfair, which is, and I do believe the two stories in her books do like crossover with each other eventually um so i don't know anything about the mayfair witches i never read the books this is coming out january 8th 2023 and so basically after the successful first season of interview to vampire comes another new amc series based on the work of ann rice uh this is a 1990 trilogy lives of the mayfair witches this new series is set to premiere its eight episode first season on january 8th so the plot is a neurosurgeon dr rowan fielding played by white lotus star alexandria daddario learns <laughs> she's the heir of a family of witches she winds up on a journey battling a sinister presence who has set out to haunt her family for generations now this is going right. to be either excellent or very lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I could see that. Yes. Um, all right. So just when you thought the Walking Dead was done, they pull you back in. Now, this was announced probably two years before we knew like this this season was coming to an end, or maybe going into the ninth year, but we're getting Two spinoffs next year. Uh coming out in April 2023. We're getting the Walking Dead Dead City. Um, so as I stated before it's bid its farewell, uh, several spin-offs began popping up. And you know, you don't I mean, we already have the Walking Dead, we had the Fear of Walking Dead, and then we had uh Walking Dead. Uh, what the hell was that called? Where it was like the children, you know, a couple, you know, maybe 20 years after the break, the outbreak or whatever. And then you had um, Tales of the Walking Dead. So you're starting to oversaturate. Yeah. Um, but just a little bit. Just a little bit. But the fact that you have the characters from the main series i think it's it's still going to do well because fear the walking dead for me they need to cancel that it's lost its luster i'm bored watching it um i think the walking dead contagion or i forget what it was called that tells you how much i really invested into it it was only uh, written for two seasons but that story like it takes place way after the walking dead series but at the series finale of The Walking Dead, Rick was wearing a uniform that the workers wear in The Walking Dead, whatever it was called, Contagion, or, or Worlds Apart was called. So I was like, oh, that's a nice little, okay, I see where they're going with it. <laughs> um, 
All right. So The Walking Dead Dead City is going to have my favorite, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, uh, reprising his role as uh, Negan. And Lauren Cohen will be playing Maggie. Uh, you know, it's funny. Lauren Cohen like left to be a movie star. And her only movie that she made was The Boy. And then she came back to The Walking Dead because, you know, so I I really can't stand her character, Maggie. But give me Jeffrey Dean Morgan all day. I love him. He's a great actor. Um, so basically, it's a sixth episode. And it'll see Maggie and Negan reprising her or Cohen and Morgan reprising her roles as Maggie and Negan, who arrive in a post-apocalyptic New York City as they begin their search around the world to see what lies outside the walls of Alexandria. Okay, so Sarah Michelle Gellar is coming back to the world of the supernatural. I did not know anything about this until I discovered it. Uh, this is coming out on Paramount, I believe, and it's called Wolfpack, January 26th. So with the resurgence of classic monsters like witches and vampires, Wolfpack will bring back the underrated werewolf. Starring and executive produced by Sarah Michelle Gellar, Wolfpack is, a, is set for January 26th premiere on Paramount+. Plus. Based on the novels by... Ido Van Belkom, the series follows a teenage boy and girl who lives are turned upside down when a wildfire awakens a villainous werewolf. When the teens come together to stop it, they learn that they have more in common with the enemy than they expected once the full moon rises. All right, so here's my thing. You turn into a werewolf once a month. So how does it wake up in a villainous werewolf? Like, was he entombed? Ah. Maybe, maybe the spell of the fire brought it out of them. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, with the success of the first two seasons, arguably, in my opinion, the second season was so much better than the first season. We're most likely getting a season three of Chucky. Um, it hasn't been formally announced, but uh, at the at the end of the season two, fans began trending. Hashtag renewed Chucky across social media and the demand all but secures the show's third season, which will premiere next fall upon renewal. And I think after this season, that'll be it because unless they bring in new characters, but um, I can't see it going for more. And I just have to say this show is just like balls to the wall. <laughs> um, wait, wait till you see the other Chucky's like the the. Um, I forget what they called him, but basically he was like a steroid Chucky. <laughs> oh, dude, he was he was awesome. Oh, I can't uh, wait. Um, all right, so this one I think is coming out a little bit too. They waited too long for this one. Uh, we get Welcome to Derry. It's been a few years since Pennywise has floated on everyone's screen in the hit remakes of Stephen King's It, starring notable young actors like Finn Wolfhard and Jack Dylan. Jack Dylan Grazer alongside big names like James McAvoy and Bill Hader, the duo of films became a su successful and much scarier remake than the 1990 miniseries. Now it seems Pennywise will add a television series to his accolades with Welcome to Derry, a prequel set to stream on HBO Max. The show is set to take place in the 1960s and lead up to the events of 2017's It while revealing the origin story of everyone's favorite killer clown. But Pennywise goes back earlier than 1960. So I guess they're going to have you doing flashbacks from the 60s to whenever. Yeah. Um, and I believe Bill Skarsgård is reprising his role. I mean, how can you recast mm -hmm. his performance? Not going to be able to. No. All right. This one was 
shock when I discovered it. And I was just like, how? Untitled Halloween series. Just when you thought Halloween ended, Peacock announced their plan to turn the multi-film franchise into a series in the wake of successful slasher series like Chucky. While little to no information on the new series has been revealed, it's no surprise given the boom of streams the latest film in the franchise received. What do you think about that, Jared? What boom of streams? Everyone fucking hated it. Yeah, but... <laughs> it, 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 it did money. You know, it did money. It did money. Yeah, it did money. And you've got to remember, too, um, every time you stream a movie, these actors get a residual. Mm. And not that it's a lot, but... I can only imagine. Um, okay, do you watch American Horror Story? I'm a little back. Um, I, I think I finished 80... What was it, 1984? Okay, okay. And then I haven't watched any of them since. I forget what came after 1984, though. Was it Stories, or was it the... Well, Stories is its, its own thing. Yeah. yeah, and I actually like Stories better than the um, the TV, the, the, the flagship show. This is like just like an anthology. Um, so I just I just finished watching uh the latest season, and I have to say, I haven't binged, I finished that in, in a, a day and a half, Jared. You'd be proud of me. Mm. Okay. Um it was set in early 80s, uh, right when the AIDS epidemic came out. So that was the backdrop. Okay. Um and then, of course, it had a side story, which I, you know, they they didn't even even have to have a side story with it. Just the the AIDS alone, you know, like that whole thing was scary enough. Um, what was that season called? I think just NYC, maybe or oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, it didn't have really any notable cast other than. Um, hmm, I can't think of his name, but he was in the second season. He was the killer. He was in the TV show Heroes. Uh, he was in Nosferatu, but all the cast was gay, mm. you know, to give it that authentic. Um, and they all did great. I loved it. So was it up there in the other series? No, I would say it's average, but I just... It was a fascinating story because they went on and talk about the conspiracy theories of how like the AIDS epidemic started, which I, I did like. Um, and then someone that came that was uh, who starred in it, I was just like, whoa, where have you been forever? Um, she's a lesbian actress, real big, like in the late 80s, early 90s. Her and Roseanne shared that. No, she was on the Roseanne Barr show. Remember, she was married to... Um, Oh yeah, 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 the very yeah. different looking one. Uh, yes, I can't think of her name, but um, she had a good role. I mean, she had a bit part in it, you mm -hmm. know, not in every episode, but she, she's a, you know, she was good in it. I enjoyed her. I just her name's alluding Sandra Sandra Bernhard. That's it. That's, yes, yeah, Sandra Bernhard. Um, all right, and this the last one we have is actually no, I'm sorry, we got two more. Uh, so yeah, American Horror Story. My talking about season 11 but it's renewed at least up until season 13 so i'm not sure what we'll get i mean let's go back to of, witches there's so much more we could build on with that 
Yeah, Come Irene on. really Irene really liked the witch stories. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't care for that. I didn't care for that season, but I liked how they had the ex-murderer in there. I liked his character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I did like the backstory of Madame LaRoe and the other person. Mm-hmm. Like those, those are good stories. Yeah. I don't really care for witches. Um, okay, so the last one I have, which I know it's gonna be good because of the actor we have daryl dixon which is going to come out probably in the fall so in between the highly anticipated rick and michonne miniseries and season eight of fear the walking dead norman reedus plans to reprise his fan favorite the walking dark walking dead character in a titular spinoff daryl dixon set to premiere on amc in 2023 very little is known about the new spinoff aside from it taking place in france which is an odd choice i can't see daryl in france but the Walking Dead finale did tease the new show when the ending saw Daryl riding away from Alexandria on his motorcycle with plans to see what else came of the post-apocalyptic world alongside newcomers Clemence Peozzi as Isabel and Nagaitis Adam as Quinn. So that's what's coming out in 2023. A lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of original. So you writers out there, it's time <laughs> to get to work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but you know, it's kind of hard, like being a writer today and just like this is, I've always said, we'll never have another Stephen King. No, he's a once in a lifetime, not in our lifetime anyway, maybe in our your grandchildren's lifetime, maybe, but it's it's hard to come up with a good story. I mean, I'm, I mean, I don't have that talent, but. I mean, gosh, who, you know, it'd be great to get a new franchise, whether it's TV or, or, or movies. But yeah, I mean, there's so many gosh darn remakes. Like, it's like, it's getting to just be too much. I mean, yeah, there's no way the eighties and nineties are it for her. You know what I mean? Like, and then everything else, there has to be more. Yeah, yeah. They should reboot Jeepers Creepers, I think. Wasn't you know? a fan. I I, enjoy, I enjoyed the first two. Um, you know, I mean, there's some other stories that we could do, like, you know how it's funny, like, more than 20 years ago, remakes really weren't a thing. No. And I think it started, at least in the horror franchise, it started with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. And then... That did a ton of money because it was actually really good. Yeah. And then they all came. Yeah, and now it's just reboots in every franchise. And you now see that on TV. Now, do you think this is because they know they could cash in with the name? Or Mm -hmm. are we just completely fucking out of ideas? I think it's both, to be honest with you. I think it's both. Um, You know... At least some creative control individuals are like over my dead body. Yeah. And the first person that comes to mind is Robert Zemeckis, Mm -hmm. because I believe he does own the rights to Back to the Future. And could we remake Back to the Future today? You could. But I always wondered, it would take place like in the 80s, which is funny. Yeah. Um. But what vehicle would you use? (laughs) 
Yeah. You know, like what you would need a vehicle, like because every vehicle that comes out today, I mean, they're I mean, are you gonna get like a Kia Atoma? Like, I mean, yeah, or like a Ford Mustang. Although DeLorean's relaunching their their DeLorean cars to be like almost like a replica of the ones from the 70s and 80s. And I looked at them because they're they're some of them are going to be electric. And I looked at these prices and I was like, God damn. <laughs> you know, I mean, I remember I was probably like in sixth, seventh grade. There was a used like a mom and pop used car dealership on um Delilah Road, like going towards the Hamilton Mall. And they had a DeLorean in the front yard. And we would drive by it every day. And I'm just like <laughs> looking out the window like this, you know. Um, I would love to own a DeLorean. I mean, that'd be so cool. Um, now, one movie I wouldn't mind remaking, but they would have to keep it in the same style is Jaws. I love a good shark movie, you know. But again, I I don't think it should be remade. That's uh, just like my I, my it, thing. See, that's one movie I think CGI could fuck up. Well, if the right people are behind it, yeah. it you know, like when it came out at the time, Deep Blue Sea was awesome. But when I revisited it like two years ago, I was like, man, these sharks are horrible looking. Um, but the shark so, did look great in Meg. Yeah. And, you know, we are getting a sequel. I didn't put it on my list because I'm, I, I wasn't a fan of the movie. Me neither, but and the shark looked good. It strayed so far away from the source material. Mm-hmm. Like they should have kept it with the book. Um yeah, the shark looked good, definitely, you know. But I mean, I would love I mean, it's just I Jaws is like one of my I remember growing up and on the 25th anniversary of the movie's release, TNT played it for like every day for like a week. And I watched it because they played it like twice a night or something. And I just I mean, I love the book. So it's a little bit different from what we got on screen, but I love a good shark movie because sharks scare the shit out of me. <laughs> I don't go on the I when we go to the beach, I go like knee knee deep because I can't see what's underneath me, you know? And you don't know what's what could be 300 feet away from you. You know, I was watching this TikTok video and where was it? Australia? Guy was kayaking and got eaten in half by a shark. And someone's just videotaping his body just floating, mm-hmm. you know, along the jetties. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's like one movie. I, I wouldn't want to see it remade, but if they did, 
Like, I was like, okay. They know. better not <laughs> fuck it up. As... <laughs> well, it reminds me of Back to the Future Part 2, Jaws 19. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I forgot about but that. But all we, all we do is, you know, we get remake after remake. I mean, it's now into the TV series. Yeah. You know, um, Will and Grace was the first to start it, I think. And, you know, now we're getting that 90 show. But I do love Red and Kitty, though. Yeah. I'd probably watch it just for them, which they're the focal focal characters, basically. Uh, but we're getting an... <laughs> I don't see it lasting more than a season because she's... Her views are just so far out there, and a lot of people don't like her for that. But Alyssa Milano and Tony Danza are we probably... Yep. Action. Okay. Um, now, would you be? I'm because you're a big fan of it. Or would you? Are you hoping they do a remake, reboot of Nightmare on Elm Street? Nope. No. No. It, you're never gonna. The issue with Nightmare is he talks and has a persona, and none of the others do. So you can really fill in the blanks with anyone. Mm-hmm. But Robert's done. You saw yeah. that in the. Well, thing. I'm. Yeah, um, what's that? Uh, the Goldbergs. Yeah, um, but like you had always said, I believe you had said Evan Peters as Freddy. Yeah. What if they? Well, what if they did it like a Halloween? Not Halloween. Um, yeah, Halloween type thing. Not so much like say not bringing back. Let's say we don't bring back um, Heather Langenkamp. Let's say someone buys her house and they're like oh did you hear what happened here 40 years ago Hmm. and let's say they did like part two per se where they find her journal right okay and kind of do it like that if it's done well i'll watch it but i mean Mm -hmm. you're, you're never gonna catch it and yeah that's what we're stuck at right now is we need new ideas yeah there's enough pain in the world that someone can make another horror movie. Well, I think, uh, <laughs> excuse me, after... And we're back. Sorry about the technical difficulties, everyone. Mm. It's the uh, end of 2022. I'm please. telling you, we had a flawless yeah. first season. and It's because yeah. I was trying to make the letters move around. I was trying to be too fancy. Trying to be too fancy. All right, so we talked about movies in 2023. We talked about too many reboots because there's not enough imagination. One thing I did want to say, though, is to, to finish off before we got frozen, Terrifier showed that an independent film can be successful. Yes, an so, original idea yeah. with an original premise, yeah. and it killed it. So I think we might see a new a resurgence in that, a new fad, if you will. Hey, so, I'm all for that. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right, so let's switch it over to you to talk about things that you want to accomplish for us in 2023. All right, Horror Shed fans. These are things we're looking to get done in the year 2023. All right, so I want to attack more horror industry interviews. I want to get people on the show, talk about making movies, people that were in movies, whatever. Okay, I like that one, and... I know you did reach out to someone so far, and I can also do the same thing after the new year. I'll send some feelers out there and 
see what we can do. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, it'd be huge if she popped on. That'd be really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. But uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we we might have uh, we'll gain maybe one or two more subscriptions. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, we're we're moving. We got another one. Good. Yeah, it's it's gonna be slow to start. I did mm-hmm. add the podcast to like four more platforms today. Okay. So now we are available anywhere. Literally, you can find a podcast. So that's good to go. Did the analytics show like um, where people are listening from? Not really. No, because uh, I actually looked at it for uh, the third channel, and four percent of our listeners are from the UK. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Very cool. So. I mean, I, I haven't really dug into it. I've just mm-hmm. kind of been working on growth. Yeah. All right. I want to cover the big franchises, the big three. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, last episode, you talked about Nightmare on Elm Street. So I think we should schedule that for the upcoming weeks. I, I would have to go back and watch them all. I mean, I'm only really familiar with the first one and second one. I'll, I'll say the first three. I know by heart. Um, but after that, I would have to go back and watch them. Where are now, we putting Freddy vs. Jason? That's the thing. I don't know. Let's I mean, attach it to Nightmare because there's less Nightmare films. Well, that and I also felt like it was more of a Freddy film than a Jason film anyway. Yeah, because Jason was yeah. more like a dog on a leash throughout. Correct. Yeah, he was Freddy's bitch. So. <laughs> All right. Very cool. All right. We got to get in the field. We're yeah. going to do more of that in 2023. Um, we'll be able to plan some stuff. You're more used to your job, and you've got a pretty good schedule out there. Mm-hmm. So we will figure that out. I want to do filming locations, cryptid locations, and urban legend locations. Oh, urban legend locations. I think that would be cool. That would be cool. I want to dig deeper into more collectible news and shows and stuff like that, like collectible toys, stuff okay. like that. Yep. Well, speaking of that, after having it on pre-order for like a year and it came out in July, I finally got my damn Robocop NECA figure. I don't know what's <laughs> going on, but I, I, I use BigBadToyStore.com to get like my NECA figures because they would, you know, they're like a third party, so they put their order in through NECA. I wish you could just buy from NECA directly. Right. Um, but I feel like because since Toy, Toys R Us closed down, the big stores are getting the figures before the littler stores, mm-hmm. and it's taken forever. Yeah, because Walmart know? and Target started having the... um collectibles aisle and so now same thing with best buy i don't know if it's in the store but like they 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 sell figures on their website now they're in the stores uh um so yeah that'd be cool to do because like i just got robocop um i got the wolf man uh in the black and white version back in october and i got the doc brown figure uh where he's wearing a plutonium suit Mm. and uh in january um hopefully i'll be getting the remake leatherface figure that was very cool yeah that was only 20 bucks so um it's more of a statue you can't pose it or anything but it's cool but yeah i would love to do collectibles is a very good idea yeah 
Yeah, we'll talk to people that do that shit with us too. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, we got to get to conventions. Yeah, that's one thing we're gonna work on. Yep, yep. Um, as far as getting a table or like we just going together and be like, "Yo, we're the horror shed podcast." We'll see where we're at. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if we're if we got a decent following moving, then we'll we'll go hands on the table, print out mm-hmm. a cover, and you know, yeah. pip out some business um, cards. I do plan on attending. Um, what is it called? NJ Harcon just announced their horror sideshow market up in Edison mm-hmm. for February twenty fifth. So um, that is my birthday. I will not be in attendance. Oh darn okay um but i will be i did mark it down they'll be in atlantic city in march and then they'll be in edison in august and then monster mania is coming back to pa in november i believe so november i might be able to do yeah at the oak center you know very cool 13 minutes from my house good number oh look at you yeah <laughs> All right, so I also got uh, true stories behind horror movies. Something we oh, can cover. Little true okay. crime. Little, little horror how... story that inspired. Exactly. Yeah. Like, um, I was actually just listening to a podcast, and they had talked about the story of the, the story that inspired The Exorcist, which is a good one. With the boy, yeah. Yeah. I heard that. That was fantastic. Yeah. Crazy. Really crazy. Yeah, yeah. He went on to work for NASA, right? Oh, I didn't hear. They didn't talk about that part. Yeah, okay. He went on to nice. work for NASA. Holy shit. Okay. Uh, movie curses, like we talked about in the last episode. That's a good one. Yeah. Getting the demonology, real life hauntings. You can tell stories about that or yeah. actually get to a ghost hunt. Now, do you, do you, um, are you part of any demonologist groups on Facebook or anything? No. No, that'd be cool to have like someone who is seasoned in the field. Yeah, like a hundred thousand. Yeah, because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that the math I was like, what? But yeah, whatever. Talk to some filmmakers. What goes into so he's creating... like the Wilt Chamberlain of Exorcist. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, I'm sorry. What did you say? Uh, filmmakers, talk to some of them if we could get them on. Oh, I, I, I can get some on. I mean, they're in a Friday. Actually, I know a couple in the Friday world. I know someone in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre world. I've been trying to get in touch with. They have their fan film, uh, Valentine Bluffs, which is a yeah. fan film. I've been talking to Chuck Ryan. I haven't talked to him in a while, but. Um, he plays the minor in it, I believe, and I've been trying to get him to you know, <laughs> give me a date so we can get him on the show. That'd be cool. Yeah. It'd be cool to do like a segment on our favorite directors. Like yeah. where they started, how they ended up here, like Craven did porn, and then he did Nightmare. <laughs> did he? I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He did do it. Yep, yep. Him and Cunningham started in porn. Yes, yeah. I don't think I really have a... You know, for a while, well, we just cover was, the bigger ones. Yeah, for a while it was Steven Spielberg. You know, like he put out some great ones, but now I feel like the m- more recent ones haven't been that great. You know, yeah, but he, like Ready, like Ready Player One. I love that movie. Mm, no, nah. I mean, it was cool. Like 
this nostalgia wise yeah. in a VR world, but like that was right up there with like artificial intelligence, mm. you know? Yeah. That wasn't a good one. Yeah. Um, it'd be cool to get behind the scenes of someone filming a movie. Yeah. Yeah. We could yeah. film like all the different people and everything. Yeah. One thing we need to do, definitely, this one's easy. We need to go live more. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think people jump on that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, maybe start scoring new release movies. Okay. Give it. That, like, means we would, that means we would have to go out to the movies and watch them. <laughs> no, nah, we can wait till they come out on uh, streaming. Because nobody True. goes anymore anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And I do want to go to more movies. Like, I know it's pricey, but it, it's just better. Yeah. The popcorn, the soda, mm. the, the sound. You know what I mean? Speaking of popcorn, did you hear about the viral popcorn person at the movie theater out in Texas? No. Um, my friend posted it because it's his movie theater he goes to. But think of, like, okay, Cocktail, Tom Cruise. Yeah. That's what he does, like with the popcorn. He's like, <laughs> it's, it's just just go on TikTok and type in like popcorn guy or something. I will. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah I, I love I love being there, man. You know. Yeah. And I, I just I need to go to more. I right. always just wait till it's Marvel or you know like Scream, but I need to just I need to take more chances. Yeah. The only thing is, who's me? I guess the order I'm getting. The less people I want to be around. Yeah, but the thing and I love about it is I usually do the daytime, so they're true. usually not crowded. True. And the the best thing ever to happen to theaters is this assigned seating. Yeah. It's the best ever. Yeah. It really is. And usually you have space between you because they don't want you on top of someone. So when they yeah. pick their tickets. And, and, and you know, uh, at least when you go to a Marvel movie, you know it's going to be quiet in there because uh-huh. the fan, the, those fans respect <laughs> yes and it's so funny because the credits are rapid nobody's fucking moving no not at all <laughs> they don't even start talking they're just waiting <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right um and then my last one i got is be more active on social media platforms i need to post more for the horror show right. i really do i joined a lot more facebook groups to steal some stuff Okay, and that's been annoying because I joined Weird New Jersey, and they post the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Like it's weird. Put weird shit up. I don't care about a sign from the '60s. That's not weird. It's a fucking right. sign. We know what it is. Right. There's yeah. there's a house by the shore that has like 17 roofs. That's fucking weird. You know, like okay. there's enough weird shit in the state. You don't need to post about a fucking old sign. Well, it's just so hard to find groups these days that you don't want to just kill every member of. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. (sighs) I know. I kind of left a few Friday groups because so toxic in there. I'm just like, I need to just I'm tired. Yeah. You know, and when people post something and it could be new to the franchise. You have the season fans that just uh, tear them apart. apart. Yeah, yeah. So I've kind of like just muted those groups for a little bit. I'm just stepping away for a little bit. 2023, I'm going to start new. Um, hopefully, I'll have my Jason Goes to Hell costume soon. 
uh january 13th i'll be at the blairstown diner i have a concept for a part two costume that i think would be really cool i've already talked to my costume designer so maybe that could be something for the end of the year january 13th huh january 13th maybe me and the boys gotta take a road trip to have some food there you go and gary said you know for my podcast if we ever you know when it's like friday the 13th if we want to do a live or something he's got the wi-fi oh cool so, yeah yeah, maybe we'll work on that. I'll have to see what the woman's got because you know. I think October thirteenth would be not happening. Can you and your haunts? I'm letting you know now. You can I go. Can... You have access to all of it. Send the live up while you're there, <laughs> dude. I'll be yeah. neck deep. Right. All right. So you got anything to add to this list? Um. No, those are all very great. Um. Uh, wishes or whatever you want to call it to do list, yeah. So, yeah, definitely very cool. All right, so I think that's all we got for our New Year's episode. Yeah, it's a new year, new me. Yeah, time to start eating better. And I've been eating like pure shit the last two weeks because I know January 2nd I'm done. <laughs> My hardest part is going to be the road, but yeah, I know Wendy's has salads and there's always Chipotle so. You know, we had we had Chipotle um, the week going into Christmas. We had different um, businesses bring in food for the dispatch center. Oh, cool. And I've only had Chipotle once before. Um, so we had the, the burrito, uh, yeah, burritos, but I gave it to Irene. But their guacamole sauce, holy crap, was it salty? <laughs> I think yeah. it drank like two bottles of water. Yeah, I'm not a fan <laughs> of their. I'm not a fan of their guac. What I get yeah. is I get their bur- steak burrito bowls mm, with onions because their steak's high quality. I'll give them that credit. It? Yeah, okay. it's very good. Okay. It's just getting it back to the room warm. You know what I mean? That's mm. the hard part. But yeah. yeah, I usually get the rice bowl, a little lettuce. They even make um, a burrito salad, which is basically the burrito stuff over mm. lettuce. That's okay. really good. Sounds good. All right, but uh, Brian's yawning, so we're going to dispatch. Old man needs to go to bed soon. <laughs> Luckily, I only got a short haunts episode because we're doing the same thing without the movies. Oh, there you go. All right, guys, this has been the Horror Shed Podcast. Thank you for a very short 2022, but 2023 will be here every Monday, and we'll have some bonus episodes to put up once we start filming. But uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for stopping by. Take care. Halloween Hunts 365 Productions.